Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I decided to leave the corporate world behind and start my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel, and uh, gave me a great opportunity to travel the world. And so, with my writing, I've been able to gather and collect many stories from all my adventures. So this series is a dedication to all of those stories. I hope you enjoy them. Join me in this episode as we explore Singapore. Singapore is a contradiction in many ways and is at the crossroads of the modern world. On the surface, many people may think that Singapore is just a leading financial and trading center. And yes, you'd be right. But if you scratch the surface just a little, you'll also notice that it's an ethnically and culturally diverse place. A true melting pot of humanity, if you will. Small by any standards, this country is a global powerhouse in the grand scheme of things, often attracting the brightest and best of from around the world, which makes it different in that a majority of people who it attracts are young, and this coupled with the fact that it has a large European expat community, adds an interesting twist to the vibrancy of this Asian city which sits on the equator. The beautiful neoclassical buildings of the colonial era stand alongside the ethnically diverse neighborhoods of Chinatown, Little India, and Kampong Glam. After my recent trip from Tokyo, I decided that I had 24 hours to spend in Singapore. Well, interestingly enough, I've visited Singapore many times over the years, sometimes as a stopover and other times for meetings during my management consulting days. But in all those visits, I never carried a camera with me. Yes, this was all prior to me discovering my love of photography and so clearly a place that I needed to revisit, but this time with my camera. Upon my arrival into Singapore's Changi International Airport, I was also reminded of the strict laws of this country, particularly around drugs, pornography, chewing gum, and litter of all things. Arriving at 9 p.m. from Tokyo, I stepped out of the airport into a warm tropical night just like most nights of the year it is, a balmy 28 degrees Celsius, and the sticky humidity made my t-shirt cling to my back as soon as I stepped onto the taxi rink. One of the best things about Singapore is that almost everyone speaks English, which after being in Japan for a week was quite a welcome change, especially with given, giving directions to my hotel. I had decided to stay at a little boutique hotel called The Sultan in the Muslim quarter of the old city, situated on the eastern edge of the downtown core and only a 20 minute drive from the airport. But as I neared the city, I realized that something else was going on. Fortunately or unfortunately for me, I had arrived into the city on the night of the Formula One Grand Prix. And so as we neared the city, the traffic was slowed by roads being closed and diverted. Yep, fun times indeed. After settling into my room at the Sultan, I grabbed my camera and headed out. With not a moment to spare, I needed to get exploring as soon as possible. Given that I was staying in the old quarter, 
The Sultan was surrounded by a jumble of streets, jam-packed with bars and restaurants, and brimming with people out and about enjoying a late dinner or drinks, which I realised was just another night in Singapore, and that's the way it's been for well over a hundred years. I was up early the next morning, and after an early breakfast I was out and about with a few places on my list to see and experience. First up was Merlion, which, as the symbol of Singapore, is a magnet for tourists. The Merlion is conveniently located on Marina Bay, and it was close to where Sir Stamford Raffles came ashore and formalised the colony of Singapore for the British way back in 1819. Now getting there proved a little more tricky than I'd expected, as many of the roads were still blocked off for the previous night's race. But with some patience and a great offline map, I was able to successfully navigate my three and a half kilometers from the hotel to the Merlion. Even at 8.30 a.m. in the morning, it was sweltering hot with the rivulets of sweat running down my arms and legs as I walked. It's definitely a place where you need either an umbrella or to walk in the shady side of the street all the time. After spending some time at the Merlion and getting some great photos, next on my list was the Marina Bay Sands Hotel, which was situated literally across the bay. With its distinctive architecture, it's impossible to miss. This massive hotel has three towers, all linked by what resembles a curved ship on the rooftop. Now, fortunately for me, it wasn't busy, and the views were sensational from the rooftop this definitely has the best views in all of Singapore. While checking out your views from the top of the Marina Bay Sands Hotel, if you turn towards the ocean, you'll notice that the gardens by the bay. The gardens by the bay are one of Singapore's top attractions. These extraordinary gardens contain over a million plants. They're also home to the green towers of the super tree grove and two vast biodomes. The Marina Bay Sands Resort incorporates a five-star hotel, restaurants, casino, theatres and an arts and science museum, not to mention a luxury mall. The observation deck is on the 57th floor. You can buy your tickets in the lobby. The other fascinating fact is that the hotel boasts an infinity pool on the rooftop. Quite scary if you're afraid of heights but incredible if you wanted to have a swim and dip in this hot, humid air. Singapore is also known for its large and vibrant Chinese community, and so up next on my list was the Chinatown Street Markets. But well before I discovered the market, what grabbed my attention was the street food vendors and the delicious smells of food. Generally more well known for its night market, it is a great way to while away some time and explore the nooks and crannies of this very old marketplace. Well known as one of the grand hotels of the Far East, the Raffles Hotel is in Singapore. Built in 1887, it is now a national treasure. It's also the home to the Long Bar, which is the home of the Singapore Sling, a drink concocted on its very premises. 
The Raffles Hotel is also home to the Writers' Bar. Over the years, the Writers' Bar has hosted many a famous writer and actor and musician, including Somerset Maugham, Joseph Conrad, Bridget Kipling and Noel Coward, to name a few. An important point to note about Singapore is that it's renowned for its food and eating out as a national pastime. There are restaurants to suit every taste and budget, including 29 restaurants with Michelin stars. Two of these are humble hawker stands. The very nature of Singapore and its multicultural society and roots mean that the restaurant scene is a vibrant one. With restaurants and dining establishments from all over the world, including Indian, Malay, Chinese, Vietnamese, Laotian, Lebanese, Greek, you name it, it's got it. Unfortunately, my time in Singapore was far too short, but a memorable experience as always. I'd forgotten how intensely hot it can get here, but then again, it's been a while since I've lived in the tropics but it took me just a couple of hours to feel right at home. Some people might say that Singapore is a low-rise Hong Kong, and depending on what you're looking for, maybe that'd be right, but I categorize Singapore differently. To me, it feels almost like Fantasyland at Disney World, where everything is modern and larger than life. The beauty of Singapore is that it continues to reinvent itself and transform over the years. A bit like me, really. So as you can imagine, it holds quite the special place in my heart. Well, if you get the opportunity, come check it out, because Singapore really has it going on. So until next time, thanks for listening, and have a great day. If you'd like to learn more about me, the services I provide, or to read my weekly blog, please visit my website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to tell your friends and family to listen to this new podcast series. Thanks!